for joining us for this episode in SIFMA's podcast series. I'm Ken Benson, President and CEO of SIFMA. Today we're here to talk generally about the long-standing system of arbitration for dispute resolution and the rather confounding animus toward it by some policymakers. We'll also talk more specifically about the FINRA Arbitration Forum and the securities industry's experience in that forum. I'm pleased to be joined by colleague Kevin Carroll, SIFMA Managing Director and Associate General Counsel, and our lead on litigation, arbitration, and private client legal matters. Kevin, in broad strokes, what is Congress's primary concern with arbitration? Thank you, Ken. Their primary concern is the assumption, which is faulty in many cases, that consumers are giving away their rights in arbitration that the rules in arbitration are unfairly tilted against the consumer, that consumers don't fare well in arbitration, and thus, essentially, that arbitration is a bad thing. As a result, every Congress going back for at least a decade and counting has introduced bills that would effectively ban arbitration clauses in customer contracts. And if you ban arbitration clauses, then you're essentially banning arbitration, because once a dispute arises, one party or the other is always going to have a a reason, a tactical advantage to sue in court, whether to extract a higher settlement or for other reasons. And you said that the underlying assumption that arbitration is bad is a faulty one. What's your basis for saying that? Well, it's based on my experience with the securities industry's arbitration forum, which is FINRA arbitration. For decades, FINRA arbitration has worked effectively because it's subject to public oversight regulatory oversight by multiple independent regulators, and rules of procedure that are constantly evolving to the benefit of investors. FINRA arbitration delivers faster and lower-cost dispute resolution than court-based litigation, and the form's fair. Historically, investors have fared very well in FINRA arbitration, recovering through settlement or awards in the vast majority of cases. And this is different than other types of arbitration, right? The FINRA arbitration the hearing process, the, the, the forum process is different than other types of, of, of arbitration clauses? Well, the FINRA forum is far more robust than most other arbitration forms. It has a, a greater number of procedural protections, and I can outline some of those for you. For example, FINRA serves the claim on the broker that the investor complained about with a fee structure that favors the investor, thereby it saves them time and money. The hearings are located where the investor lived when the events occurred, with hearing locations in all 50 states. The process includes a a motion to dismiss rule that strictly limits motions before the claimants rest their case. That ensures that the investor gets his quote-unquote day in court. The parties have access to FINRA discovery guides and the codified discovery provisions in FINRA's Code of Arbitration Procedure. The customer can choose an all-public panel and if necessary, have an arbitrator removed for bias in a case. FINRA has also, unlike many other arbitration forms, conducted an aggressive campaign to recruit new arbitrators with a particular focus on adding arbitrators from more diverse backgrounds, geographic locations, and professions. And so in that way, the hearing panel uh, in FINRA arbitration is more reflective of communities in which they operate. Uh, FINRA enforces arbitration awards. The awards are public. They're in a searchable database with statistical data available. And importantly, investors can opt out of arbitration and instead join a class action if they wish. These are the types of provisions and features that distinguish FINRA from other arbitration forums and really establish FINRA arbitration as essentially the gold standard for investor protection. 
So is Congress just barking up the, uh, the wrong tree here, or, or is this legislation ad- addressing arbitration unnecessary or unwarranted? I wouldn't say Congress is barking up the wrong tree, but the problem is that not our, all arbitration forms are created equally. Some, like FINRA arbitration, are better than others. Yet the legislature is treating them all the same. It would essentially throw out the baby with the bathwater. As I mentioned earlier, banning arbitration clauses in the securities industry would ultimately be the death knell for FINRA arbitration. And that would do a major disservice to investors who derive significant benefits from the forum. And by that, you would mean that uh, everybody would go to court and conceivably the cost of, of going to court as opposed to going to arbitration would rise for the investor. Not only the cost, but I think the case outcomes would be uh, a negative for the investor as well. So what's the solution? How do we preserve the well-functioning FINRA arbitration system while at the same time legislatively addressing some of the alleged shortcomings in other arbitration forums? So there are a couple of approaches you could take. The prior and current and probably future bills may be well-intended, but they're overbroad, as I mentioned, insofar as they would ban all arbitration clauses and customer agreements, regardless of the quality or fairness of the arbitration form. So uh, one approach would be to amend such legislation so that it carves out arbitration forums like FINRA arbitration that are demonstrably well-functioning and fair. Another approach would be to entirely shift the focus away from banning arbitration clauses and instead focus on ensuring that arbitration forms have core fairness standards and rules similar to those in FINRA arbitration. That would help ensure consumer protection and fair outcomes. Either of these two approaches would represent a more productive path forward than the legislation we've seen and expect to continue to see. Thank you, Kevin, for being with us today. In closing, uh, SIFMA remains committed to continuing to enhance the quality and the substantive and procedural fairness of FINRA arbitration, where most disputes between securities firms and their customers are resolved. And we will continue to engage on legislative proposals to help ensure the continuity of our well-functioning arbitration forum. To learn more about SIFMA and the breadth and depth of our advocacy on behalf of financial markets and its participants, please visit us at SIFMA.org.